0: There's nothing better for your health than good sleep. That's why Haverty's Furniture has
1: partnered with the Scott Brothers to offer Scott Living Mattresses, now $250 off. Expect no pressure, just support from the Haverty's Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit havertys.com.
2: Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B. and D.C. on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing.
3: Hey everybody, welcome. We say hello to you from gloomy Seattle, or at least it feels like that. It feels like Seattle weather. Uh, we are here till 3 o'clock today, and uh, we've got a terrific show for you. Zubma Hente ESPN will be our guest coming up roughly at about 1225. Uh, 1 o'clock, Pat Hardy. Supposed to have on yesterday, he was a little busy. Uh, because the Iowa Hawkeyes were having their interview sessions at that time. So Pat is going to join us today at 1 o'clock, allhawkeyes.com. And at 225, Chris Dobertine, uh, Bracketology, SB Nation. We'll get into uh, all of the games coming up as the Final Four is inching closer and closer. How you doing, kid? You all right?
1: Well, uh day started off good. In fact, the night ended up good last night. I saw your tweet. I uh, <laughs> took a little taste on the in-game wagering last night and hit Golden State as they were down 15 nothing early. They were down 15 nothing. Then they were down by 21. And uh, came back and got the victory. Then this morning, wake up, uh, uh-huh. read an article from our friend Mark Simon of ESPN. Yeah. He's talking about Byron Buxton and, and some of the changes we saw at the end of last year. Got a little hopeful for the Twins. We did our Twins preview earlier this week. Nick Nelson came in, yep. brought a little optimism for him. And then.
0: Uh huh. Oh,
1: oh boy, here it comes. The Minnesota Twins rear their ugly heads again. Young Ho Park. Yeah. Been hitting bombs all over the place. He's got his own hashtag, Park Bomb. Park Bomb. Every time he hits a homer, <laughs> Park Bomb. And it's been a bunch this year. Yeah. That's... During spring training, yeah. six home runs. Yeah. The guy has huge power. As overall hitter, still a ways to go, but he certainly has some pop. And the Twins today decide to send him down to the minor leagues. Who's going to DH? Well, they got to have some good options there, right? I would think if you, they're not going to have him. You saw Kenny Vargas a little bit swing the bat well. Yeah. A little baseball classic, but he's going to start off in the DL. Robbie Grossman. Will be your D.H. Who? Robbie Grossman. Who? (laughs) Will be the D.H. for the Minnesota Twins. What do you know about our boy Robbie? He came up last year with the Twins, came over from the Indians, in fact. He was a guy that was let free off the 40-man roster, came in, played pretty well at the beginning, Uh and uh, struggled as the year went on. He is a prototypical number four outfielder that can play a couple of different spots defensively, that can handle the bat a little bit, above average defensively, but... Certainly not a cornerstone piece. He'll be the DH in park, even with this great spring. Nothing. He will not be there. He'll be down in Rochester right, not, with the l- Triple H. Let
3: me ask you a question, then, because I don't know how much you have researched the park bomb. I love that hashtag. Is it a financial situation where if he starts off down there, they only have to pay him so much money, or do you? Nope, he
1: has a major league contract.
3: He's got a major league deal. They, okay, uh, so it doesn't matter. Yeah,
1: last winter, a winter ago, so over oh, a year ago. Okay, now, uh, they put up the posting fee for him, much like I remember. You know, Dietzke. Remember that huge yes. posting fee that he had. His was around, I want to say, twelve million, something like that. Uh, that they put up to get him. Came up, started the year last year with the Twins at at the big league level. Showed that power and didn't show much else outside of that in terms of plate discipline. So, you know, he was kind of up and down last year, but looked like he put in the dedicated work, looked like he did everything that was asked of him. The Twins are going in a different direction. So that put me in a little rough mood. (laughs) Just a bit frustrating.
3: I can see see it in your face.
1: (laughs) I got issues with all of you, and I'm going to let you all hear about it. Well, George... (laughs) <laughs> or uh, Dad Costanza Seinfeld. <laughs> good,
3: good way to start the show. Unbelievable. You were happy because I was. You, yeah, you I were in, a, in great a good mood. mood yeah. yeah, yeah. You, 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 you. You were uh, just absolutely a degenerate last night. Yep we freaking out when the Warriors were down fifteen to nothing in mm-hmm. the first quarter to San Antonio in San Antonio plus
1: five fifty plus yeah you got to do that you got to take that you know the NBA t- I
3: know that you know, you're always
1: gonna have you, a run now too, you wouldn't put your money where your mouth is or something like
3: probably that. not that you're too
1: much of a front runner
3: I am you would never yes, do yes that. that's true I on the other hand uh, yes cashing. degenerate yes you cashed that was I watched some of that game and then after that uh, I flipped over to the. Uh, Orlando Magic game, and Mm -hmm. they were playing OKC.
1: Why in God's name would you watch that?
3: Because on Twitter was blowing up because Russell Westbrook was going off. Mm. 57 points. He has another triple-double. It's the highest-scoring triple-double in NBA history. Not even Wilt Chamberlain had a triple-double scoring 57. How about that? I'm just saying that's what I did. So I lost track. I saw the Warriors won. I was happy for you. I figured you'd be I figured you'd be in a good mood today when you came in since you won a little jack and now you're pissing and moaning. Well, I am cuz my, my team's a bunch
1: <laughs> more uh, I, I need to slow down. Yeah. Derek Falvey, Tad Levine, breath. the new yeah. front of yeah. staff. They're bringing another pitcher. One thing I was very pleased about, though. Okay. You know, we talked about how bad the bullpen's going to be for the Twins. It's
3: we got into it's that scary. yes, yes, it's, it's yes, it's it's, fri- bunch, it's
1: frightening. It's no namers for people that not even like you, Jim, that hate baseball. No namers hate for, baseball. No namers for people that that know baseball. I, mean, I don't know that guy or that guy <laughs> or that guy. <laughs> when you named them off, yeah. I had no clue. I knew one guy. You knew Matt Belisle. That's all I knew. That's all you knew, out of the uh, whole bullpen staff there, but. With their fifth spot, the Twins uh, decided to go with Alberto Mejia. He was the guy that they traded last year when they uh, made the trade for Nunez with the Giants. Okay. Who was, you know, a fringe top 100 prospect, good numbers, kind of a chunky guy, so I like him. You know, we got that going for us. And uh, 24 good stuff can pump it up in the mid 90s. Okay. And uh, instead of going what the Twins have done in the past, which is hand the job to some soft throwing, awful guy. They instead uh, gave him the number five spot. So I was excited about that. And then the Park News also came with it. Yeah. And I was left shaking. Boy, man, oh, man. You went right in the dumper. You crashed. So we're continuing our baseball previews. Uh, Tomorrow we got the Royals on tap. We're going to talk with our old friend Michael Engel on the Royals. Okay. And uh, today I was trying to get both a uh, Brewers and a White Sox rider. Uh Uh-huh. And I came up and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Those teams are going to be so bad. They, they don't, want, don't even want to they talk don't want about to them.
3: talk to us about the team. They don't even want to give us a preview. Those teams no. are going to be horrific.
1: We'll do our own kind of preview, and we got to make our picks for the season. We Jimmy do. B.
3: We'll have to do that. Yeah, yeah. we, we got have it. to do that. What tomorrow? Right? By tomorrow. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably have to get do it tomorrow. We started
1: maybe today. Oh, okay. we got time. We yeah, got we time. got time today. Yeah, we can do it. Okay. We got the final four. We got the Masters. Around yeah, the we do. It's, it's a busy time, though the local scene's starting to take a little it's step. It's starting back. to die, yes. And don't worry, folks. We're not going to go away from Iowa and Iowa State. That is always going it's always to always in
3: the it's always there.
1: It's always the cornerstone of what yep. we do. That is where things started. There's always Hawkeyes and Cyclones. You have to go there. We'll have Pat Hardy. We'll still throughout the summer. Sure. Talk to Alex Halstead. Yep. We'll talk to you know all our cyclone and Hawkeye guys throughout the year. But but it's uh it is a step back.
3: It's a changing of the guard. Yes. It is that. And
1: And it's a lot of baseball, which Jim loves.
3: <laughs> I like it for maybe the first week and then I check out till August. Well what do you no, want to I talk about? No, though? I don't check. I won't check out. Yes, I promise you. Do. you I mean, no, be honest. I, you. I I I watch You don't watch a lick of I baseball. watch highlights. So at least I'll have an idea of what happened. Okay? I'll do that.
1: But you need to give something deeper to the listener. Anybody can look at a box score. Anybody can watch highlights. You gotta do more. That's what this is. You're this isn't for- a news program.
3: You're forcing me to work. Yeah, God, it's not real work.
1: You're watching a ball game. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're at the bar anyway. But it's so long and tedious. And take some notes. Get your <laughs> iPad. They got notes in there. You can do that. <laughs> they do. Come on, Jimmy. I've B. used that note before. Give something before. to our great listeners.
3: Oh God, you're really Give putting pressure back. on me. It's, a,
1: it's always you, you, you. That's yeah, all. I you, know. you, you. I know. I was on the network, and I yeah. I was doing this. Yeah. I. W- How about? For the listener. For the listener. How about you do something for the listener? Do That's I, what I try to do every do, day. Do I have to adopt a team? Maybe that would help. Maybe that would help. Maybe you can be our Brewers correspondent. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm kicking your ass out the door right now. <laughs> I mean, We'll both Thanks. watch the Cubs. Thanks for that. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we'll both watch the Cubs. And we'll, watch watch the, plenty Ro- of we'll watch the Royals, the yep. Cards, yeah. And, those and are you'll, the you'll be four. into the Twins. I'll be into the Twins. I yeah. got us covered on that yeah. side. and. Yeah, no, we don't have to worry about the Brewers now. <laughs> hey, if the Brewers get off to a good start, yeah, maybe I may, you will. I may, and I'll tell you, and I've told you this before. Yes, I I end up watching quite a bit of Brewers because I don't like the TV broadcasters for the Cardinals that much. I just
3: oh no, I I they're underst- not my favorite. I understand, okay. And
1: unless it's you know a big series or something like right. that, yeah, I'm always flipping around. I'm going through the main channels. You but, like
3: the Brewer guys? Yeah,
1: I find myself uh, there quite a bit just because. I like Brian Anderson, and you've seen him so much here during the NCAA tournament. Right, yeah, does such a good job. You hear him in the NBA playoffs; sure. he'll be calling games there yep. uh, for Turner. But I just think he does a great job yeah. overall, whatever he's calling. You you like it? Yeah, I, I really do. So I'll, I'll find myself and. In- I just watched two innings of the Brewers and Padres. What in God's name am I doing? here? <laughs> God, you have no well, life. but it's, no life. But baseball is background. Was, was
3: know, it, I know? Was Ella asleep? Were you feeding the kid or changing no. changing poop pants? Yeah, it's, or
1: it's more playing, and that's in, On in the background.
3: just something. That's, it's something to make yes, noise. Yes, I got gotcha. you. That's what it if is. If you turn, if you turned on. See, here's what I was afraid of. Not only will you make me watch the Brewers, you'll also make me watch the freaking Padres, too. There you go. That'll be good. <laughs> well, luckily, there
1: aren't many Padre fans here in no, the market. No, there are so. not.
3: I have not seen a Padre jersey.
1: Yeah. I Well, I, in fact, have uh,
3: ha- a couple. Well, you do because you're a baseball guy. No,
1: not because of that. Why do you have it? Because Just because Steve
3: Tony- Gu- Steve Garvey? No, Tony Gwynn. Oh Tony Gwynn, Tony okay, Gwynn. okay, my man. All right, yeah. I don't I remember you telling me, yeah, you were my two yes. players growing up. Uh, you Short told fat me, that. guys like yeah, me. Sure.
1: <laughs> That's why I loved him. <laughs> I could relate.
3: Couldn't play like him, but when, I could relate. When you said Chunk, it just took me
1: back to the movie, to Goonies, <laughs> Truffle Shuffle. Hey, you guys, Chunk. Hey,
3: oh, I love Chunk. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just, I just, it just popped
1: right in. Hey, you guys. Well, we got Zubin Mahente stopping by here in about ten minutes. We'll talk with him. A lot going on, big on the national scene. Locally, you know, yesterday we were uh, getting into the Big Ten basketball. We did, and uh, we were talking about Iowa next year and and some of the teams. The news came down yesterday, Mello Trimble leaving Maryland. Mm -hmm. Uh, But some news yesterday, late in the evening, that. Ed Morrow. Yes. Is leaving Nebraska. Crushing. Good player. Oh, he is. He's not elite. Oh, but he's, he's good, though, He's Trent. really good. And and you look at the numbers, 9.7 rebounds. But the biggest thing that he always continually brought is toughness defensively inside. Yeah, And rebounding, not just on the defensive end. He was a really good offensive rebounder. I, he, I agree. He could go back and, and get offensive rebounds at a high level. So this is another piece that goes away. And... We had the conversation as the rumbling started back in February Mm -hmm. about Tim Miles possibly being in trouble. I was a proponent of giving the guy another year. Yeah. And and I still am. You don't fire a guy all of a sudden because somebody decides to transfer. But at the very least, now with this loss, I mean, it's looking like him being able to put together a season next year to save his job is going to be incredibly difficult.
3: With that announcement, first thing I thought of, Tim Miles is gone. Now – And, look, I – I know he's not one of your favorite guys. Why's that? Because you said so. You say, "Well, I don't like his some of the stuff that he does." He's just annoying. Okay, he's annoying to you. Yeah. All right. I, I think he's fine, coach. I, I think he's okay. Yeah. I, um, I. But I see what we don't know is why is Morrow leaving. Is well, he leaving because he's upset at the coach? Is he leaving that he doesn't like the direction the program is going, or does he just feel like? I just don't want to be a Husker anymore.
1: And the other kind of confusing part about this isn't just uh, any old transfer, a, a guy leaving. This is a guy with roots there. Uh, yes. This is a guy that had other opportunities. Yeah. Ray McCaffrey yeah. recruited him very hard, him along with Isaiah Moss's high school teammate, mm-hmm. as they played together over at, at Simeon in Chicago. You know, they went after both of these guys very hard. But uh, because of the connections that he has to Nebraska, mm-hmm. both of his parents went there. Yeah. And it sounds like, I was reading last night, that his parents didn't even know about the decision. No,
3: he just did it on his own. did it
1: on his own, which is all well and good. Yeah, I mean, the guy's yeah, 20 rather, years old. Yeah, yeah you've got to make up your own mind. Right, he can do that. But that's kind of the part that leaves you scratching your head about mm-hmm. what exactly is happening here. Is there something deeper? And then we get into the transfer game here that we know very well with Iowa State. Do they look to get involved? This is a guy, now he would have to sit out next season. Yes, that is correct. He would not be eligible to play right away like a fifth-year guy, but a guy that can hit the boards, good size, six-seven, you know, kind of built like uh, a Daryl Bowie. Mm-hmm. He's not your prototypical big guy, but better rebounder than a size oh, would indicate. Yeah. Can mix it up inside, can, can good def- defender. Can defend, yep that's uh, a player that's certainly at the very least on the surface you'd have to assume that Iowa State's going to take a look at.
3: If if I'm the coach, I'm not. But if I got on the phone and called Steve prome, I'd say, dude, you got to take a look. at Morrill's available. Um, and he does things that right now, quite frankly, you don't have guys that what, the, what he does. And he does them at a really high level. I mean, when they went through that winning streak, remember they won those three straight games on the road? Yeah, yeah. Ed Morrow was just unbelievable in those games, Mm -hmm. and continued until he got hurt. Then, when he got hurt, thing the wheel started to come off the wagon. And this is this is a guy that he's he's grubby, he's dirty, he's he's a he's a pig roller in the mud is what this guy is. And every team needs a guy like that. You do. He's a glue guy who can do so many different things. He'll get you garbage points. He'll defend. He will rebound fiercely. He can handle the basketball. All the things that maybe your really highly skilled shooter guys can't do, he can do.
1: You know, another thing is after his injury, he sat out a few games with an injury, came back. But when he came back, he had lost playing time. First he came off the bench. He wasn't a starter anymore. Right. And also, they're going to have two transfers that are going to be eligible to play that sat out this year, Mm -hmm. including a Georgetown transfer I know that the people over in in Lincoln are very excited about. So, you know, there's minutes that are going to be more difficult to come by. It didn't sound like he was very pleased about losing his starting gig after the injury and also, more importantly, having to give up the minutes that he did that he played there. I mean, it could come down to something as simple as he is uh, disappointed about playing time. Yeah, And he sees the writing on the wall. But this is a guy certainly... That's going to have opportunities that they got. There's worse spots for him than Iowa State. Oh, sure. It makes a lot of sense for him kind of going forward and being that kind of guy. It'll be interesting to see what happens here, but not the start to the offseason that Tim Miles was looking for in a year where the pressure is going to be on. Well, you're not kidding. And you're the Big Ten as down as it was this year. And oh, they had three in the Sweet 16. We still know yeah. it wasn't the Big Ten that we've seen in the past. But you look at the top end, returning talent. Maryland played a ton of young guys. Oh, they lose Mellow Trimble. They do. Michigan State's going to be good. Yes, they will. Purdue's going to be good, even without Biggie. They will. And then you get into Minnesota, Northwestern, Iowa, that all return basically everybody. That's just the top half. Mm -hmm. We still haven't mentioned Ohio State, Indiana. and We haven't mentioned programs like that. Michigan, they lose a ton, but what they're going to be able to do. So it's going to be a season that is going to be difficult for Nebraska to gain a foothold. And I take it one step further. What about the local kid from over in Waukee? Michael Jacobson. My, yes. What What is he looking at now? Been a starter for his two years. He has. But you're looking at a lot more losing, a lot more losses on the horizon here. If you make the decision now after your sophomore year, you sit out a year. You still got you two, two left. Years left. Mm-hmm. You have two years left. Because mm-hmm. he start to take a peek a around. Look around. Because Nebraska, he had some other offers at a Power 5 level. Not big offers, but Vanderbilt, I believe, was involved. Yeah. Wake Forest, a couple of others out there. Does he look around now and say, you know what, I think this year of development where he can get even stronger, continue to hit that outside shot, you know, as he's developed that more and more throughout his game, I'll take that year, I'll redshirt, I'll come back in my junior and senior seasons, I got a chance to go to a good team, Mm -hmm. a good program, and be an impact to those teams. I just kind of wonder what Michael Jacobson's thinking.
3: I wonder if it'll be the Rats jumping ship. I mean it could be could be something like that mm-hmm. uh if if they think the ship is going down, it's time to bail. This will be very interesting, I think, the next few weeks to see what happens uh with the Nebraska basketball program uh We'll take a quick break when we come back Zubin mahente e s p n will be our guest uh We'll dive into uh lots of issues with Zubin. We'll see if he's exercising. If he's on the bike or on the treadmill, sometimes he's like breathy when we talk to him. That's true. <laughs> Jimmy B and DC we're just underway. It's the big talker. 1700. The big
2: games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG.
1: It's Macy's lowest prices of the season. Save 50 to 65% on select fine jewelry when you use your 25% off savings pass during our semi-annual diamond sale. And buy more, save more during our great shoe sale. Take 40% off three or more pairs for her. Plus
2: shop incredible specials now through Sunday. Get the lowest prices of the season now at Macy's. Plus plenty members can earn points every day for savings at Macy's. Savings off regular and sale prices exclusions apply.
0: It's hockey season and my Iowa Wilder back. From puck drop until the final horn, I'll be on my feet, pounding the glass and cheering on Des Moines team. Three periods of fast-paced hockey, beer flowing, and a good night out with my buddies that's Iowa Wild Hockey.
2: There's something for everyone with Iowa Wild Hockey at Wells Fargo Arena. The puck drops Friday at 7pm as the Wild take on the Chicago Wolves. It's race car night and another $2 beer night. The first 1,500 fans receive an Iowa Wild themed car decal sheet. Plus, stick around for the live post-game St. Pat's jersey auction. Visit iowawild.com for more info. Iowa Wild Hockey lives here. Get a roof you can depend on for years to come with steel roofing from Menards. Menards residential steel is available in 31 attractive colors and is hail, wind, and fire resistant and lasts a lifetime. It won't crack, warp, or curl like asphalt shingles. Plus, it can be installed over existing shingles, saving you time and money. Menard's residential steel is the last roof you'll ever need. Now, during the Menard Day Sale.
0: Save big money at Menard.
3: Draft House Fifty has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at
1: 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House Fifty—a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House Fifty, Mill Civic Parkway
4: in West Des Moines.
2: to four hundred eighty dollars for TV, one hundred eighty dollars for internet equipment, non-return, other face and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends one twenty one seventeen. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on seventeen hundred K B G G, live from the Wolf Construction studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Hey
3: everybody, welcome back. Uh, we roll all the way till three. Uh, before we talk to uh, Zubin quickly, uh, you and I, uh, one of your alma maters. You have two. No, I only S- have one. Since you were smart, a smart guy and you
1: went to Iowa and you went on. No, I, I transferred to you and I because I was drinking too much in Iowa. I do not have a degree from the University of Iowa. You're doing no. drinking. I'm drinking, absolutely. Yeah, do, they, do they hand those out? I have a master's in that. In that one. <laughs> Doctorate. Doctorate in drunkenness. In drunkenness, perfect.
3: Uh, typical college guy. Uh, ben Jacobson uh, gets a uh, two-year contract extension.
1: Yeah, maybe a little bit of a surprise. I I got the uh, release earlier today, this morning, from you and I, and it kind of made me raise my eyebrows just for a moment to your deal. Uh, Extension given at the back end of things, that will take him all the way uh, through, what is it, the 2027 2027 season. That is a a long time in the jam. So, you know, it's, we've talked about this, Actually, earlier this week, I believe, or mm-hmm. maybe his last week. Last but, week, I think. You know, Ben Jacobson, where maybe sometimes we're a little bit... Uh, our thoughts of what he's done for the program are maybe a little bit higher than what it's actually been. You know, it's been two good years and then a rebuild, and mm-hmm. then another couple good years and a rebuild. And right now, it looks like they're going through another one of those rebuilding Rebuilds. phase. Yep. And uh, this extension, I mean, he was already signed through 2025. Yeah. It has nothing to do with worrying about, you know, recruiting. You know, we hear that so much when you see extensions given is, uh, you know, it's coming up. The guy's got three, four years left going out trying to get kids that are sophomores, juniors in high school. Mm -hmm. It's difficult. And other coaches will use that against him that, hey, he doesn't have a contract that's going to be there by the time you're an upperclassman. You don't want to go there. Mm -hmm. Probably not going to be your coach. I mean, it's used against you so much. But that's not what this is. So what in your mind what is this Jim? Why why is this extension given after though they finished third in the conference right. it was a disappointing year overall. Why do you give this extension right now?
3: Could be just because maybe they heard word that he's being sought by other universities to come coach their basketball team. And so instead of waiting for something to happen and be forced into a corner, maybe they felt okay, we'll be proactive. And we'll make that happen. And if that's the case, we'll tack on two more years. And we'll just show that we have belief in Coach Jake. That's That, that could be the reason.
1: Uh, but don't you already have that with the contract going
3: through 2025? You have that, but maybe it's just a, a show of strength. Maybe they just think, okay, it's a show of strength. So I, I don't know. I don't know what else to put on it. I right. mean, he's already through 2025. I yeah. mean, that's a long time. Right. Why are you kicking him up two more?
1: It doesn't make a lick of sense to me. No,
3: that's the only thing that I could put on it. Were now, there... don't they have, they have a new prez, right?
1: Yes, yes. And a new athletic director, semi new, uh, with the former Iowa State uh, right. number two guy there, David Harris, yeah. who uh, took over. So maybe it's something with that, with the could, new athletic could director. Could be. Could be. Kind of hey. wanting to put his stamp on it. Stamp things. on it. Yep.
3: But I ask I I agree with you.
1: I don't know why you need to do that. The other part is you and I is an incredibly difficult job. And I, I I laugh because I've heard you say it over the last couple of years before that I heard Marty say it many times. Well, why isn't that thing banged out? You have to realize that Cedar Falls is a community of less than thirty thousand people. Mm-hmm. It is a small community. And when you even combine Waterloo with it, as Waterloo's connected to it. You're still not even close to 100,000 people in that area. You couple that with Northeast Iowa in general, just not a whole lot of population base up there. You also couple that with down to the south, an hour and a half is Iowa City and Eastern Iowa. You, I mean, you see it here in Central Iowa where it's split, mm-hmm. Iowa State. and mm-hmm. Eastern Iowa, it's at best 90-10, Iowa State, Iowa, Iowa Iowa State. Mm-hmm. or Maybe a trickling of you and I outside of the Cedar Valley. So... It just doesn't have the fan base. You also look at the budget. And that's another thing that kind of left me kind of thinking about that down the line. So as you look at Northern Iowa, for Iowa, why do they have so much money in the athletic department? We know TV money is a big part of it. But in terms of donations, while they're able to put up all these great buildings and new football offices and all these things that we've seen throughout the years, well, the reason is because you have rich graduates every university has that they do but at the level of a place like the university of iowa not just the top end people that everybody know the names of you know the kraus family with coming going on and on Mm -hmm. but you look you graduate lawyers doctors right and then everybody else at iowa state you have engineers yes you also have farmers, ag departments, yeah. with, uh, agriculture degrees with a lot of money. Yep. You look at that, that's where the money comes from. And then you look at you and I, and what you and I is known for is graduating teachers, teachers and accountants. Yes. Not two professions that play, pay overly well. Not a whole lot of disposable income, and I can tell you firsthand <laughs> when you're in that profession. Which is why you're stuck with <laughs> me now. Right. <laughs> and even less. But as you go through. Yeah. That is a big reason for it, and the athletic department is not self-sustaining. It is at Iowa. It is at Iowa State. That's not the case at U and I. If we're coming to a point where the unthinkable has to happen in Northern Iowa, now the biggest would be that they wouldn't be able to compete at the D1 level. I don't think it would come to that, at least here I would in have. the next decade. I would hope not. But the biggest question remains: What costs the school the most money? Jim, you know. Athletics. What costs the athletic department? What sport
3: costs F- the football. most
1: money? Football. Yeah. And even though football still brings in up there, you know, you get 15000 sure. in the Unidome, and you're, hey, you're selling all those tickets. tickets That's all yeah. well and good. Yeah. But even though they don't have 85 scholarships, they still have 63. Yeah. And they don't get the TV money like the Power Fives do. And 63 scholarships, that is still yep. a lot of money that goes right back to the University of Northern Iowa, that the athletic department has to pay. It's not like the old days. There were some universities back in the day that you were on, quote, scholarship, but the athletic department actually didn't have to pay to the university for those scholarship athletes. That's not the case of you and I. Mm -hmm. That money needs to be paid. And now with the increasing numbers and the cost of scholarships and the cost of just enrollment, I mean, look at our state tuition. How expensive is it at a place like you and I? And you're bringing in kids from Minneapolis and St. Louis and... Those 63 scholarships and the amount of money that you have to pay to get it in there doesn't make sense mm-hmm. to cut football. I, I know it's something that you and I fans never want to talk about. Well, I don't blame them. But the reality is with the changing marketplace, with even as great of a program as it has been, they've cut baseball, they've cut other programs. But the one that could in the end be the biggest would be cutting football. Just to say basketball doesn't make sense. No.
3: No, it doesn't. Uh, look, that would just be god-awful mm-hmm. for a very proud school that is very competitive in football and basketball Yep, for the leagues that they play in and has a, I would say for, the, for that particular school, would you say they have a rich tradition in football and basketball? Oh, absolutely. With, with the leagues that they participate in? Well,
1: yeah. I mean, just, just look around. Yeah. Look, at, look at their conference brethren. Right. I mean, and they're right up there they're with right everybody there. else. Yeah. Yeah. And the success that they've had, and you couple that. Wichita doesn't even have football. Yeah. Creighton doesn't even have football. Right. Maybe that's the ticket. Oh, boy. It's something that nobody wants to talk about. And I, I bring it up I know you do. to my you and I buddies, and yeah. they, they shake their head. But in today's climate, and with the way that things are going. You could look at it and say, maybe it doesn't make a whole lot of sense here. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's time to reevaluate the athletic department as a whole. I think I saw that there was something like, uh, maybe this is about a year ago, but they were looking at about a $7 million deficit in the athletic department. Where do you cut? It's one thing to cut scholarships from the diving team. You get rid of the tennis program. Those are all well and good, and you can cut corners there. Right. But the biggest one is football. It's football. And it costs a lot of money. A lot of money.
3: We'll take a quick break. When we come back,
1: we'll see if we can uh, hook up with Zubin. Zubin is unavailable. Oh, he, he just is? just texted oh, me. He oh, he did? Uh, he got caught in a meeting and is not going to be available. Oh, so uh, that's too bad. Zubin uh, will not be with us here today. Possibly tomorrow we'll be able to get him. But okay. I do have an addition to the lineup uh, coming up later in the show. Ah. I think you're going to like this one. Brendan Porath. Remember him? Yeah. Talk golf with him? Yeah. You know, next week's the master. It is the master. I know with, it's sneaking up. It is with with the crappy weather. Yeah, I figured. You know what? We need, we got to get a hit before the week. So a lot of odds are out, and Tiger Woods still no official word. No, what's going to happen?
3: Didn't we? Didn't we see something yesterday? Didn't you reference on the show something about that? Somebody tweeted out that you saw that his hitting coach is in Florida. No, it wasn't me. When you?
1: No. Huh?
3: <laughs> Maybe I said it, because that's what I heard.
1: Yeah, I didn't I, did I heard see that, that
3: his hitting coach is in Florida. Boy, that'd be fun. Look, I if 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 he if he shows up, I mean, if he made the cut, that would be sensational. Right. But uh, I just want the guy to play and and be able to at least compete again at a high level. Well, that's all.
1: When he's been playing, though, it's been at such a low level.
3: It has been.
1: And for me, I don't want to just see him out there playing like that. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, it makes me just a, a weird feeling, kind of that queasy feeling. Like what happened? You know, when he he went through and he had the yips on the chips. Yes, remember that? I it remember was about that two years ago that he had that going yeah. on. Uh-huh. I don't like it. Yeah, I, if Tiger, if it's done, just go off, go off gracefully, and and we can on Sports Talk Radio will continue to bring up every year. Hey, is Tiger coming back? and then it won't happen but outside of that I don't like seeing him play at a poor level it yeah. just as somebody that grew up it's it's now we're coming up to the 20 year anniversary that is of right 1997 You're right yes i was uh, a high school junior on the golf team, terrible golfer. Loved watching him play, though. Mm-hmm. I was the, on the golf course. The excitement of that, <laughs> uh, about what it was, you know, 20 years ago, what that ha- what was going through, just the golf world. And as he ran away from the competition yes. over the weekend, they still got the greatest ratings of in all, their history. Yeah, all time when he to watch him run away, away. Yeah. from everybody else, and it was. They came on early. Do you remember that?
3: They, yes, they did. They did come on early because he was just obliterating everybody.
1: They, they The CBS coverage came yes. on early that day. Normally, you know, you get, well, back then, I think it was maybe Golf Channel. I don't even know if Golf Channel was around. Probably didn't have anything. It was probably just had to wait to CBS. You did. You had to wait for CBS. But they picked it up. I was reading uh, an oral history of it. They brought him up. They came. He was starting on the fifth hole. is yeah. when they picked up coverage an hour early. And, you know, they're going through, and basically the, the TV producer said, we're showing every shot. Yeah, and you know, we're we're not cutting away from him. We're going to show every shot of his today as he dominates the field. It got outstanding ratings, and and golf from that time forward it, it will never be the same in terms of coverage. I agree. After that, yeah, it was uh, he totally, such a run.
3: He totally changed not just the the game and the way guys train now to get in great shape and and have now become athletes, not just beer gut guys walking mm. around, not just chunks,
1: right. <laughs> Hey, you guys!
3: Uh, but he—he, he, I guess, just sort of epitomizes how an athlete can just take over. And whether you played golf, liked golf, didn't like golf, you had to watch. Yeah, you—you, you, you, Tiger Woods is on the course. I gotta watch this. Mm-hmm. You just had to. It was it, it, you because he would defy everything that the other guys could do, from the spectacular shot making to out driving people. Nobody had seen a guy drive like that when he first hit the tour. No, door.
1: no, he out uh, had the biggest yardage difference. I think it was like forty <laughs> yards compared to everybody second. else. Yes, no, second. second. Okay, in driving distance, forty yard week. difference. Yeah. He was at 325. They changed courses. Mm -hmm. They changed the Masters. Changed Augusta. They did
3: because of Tiger. He forced them. It's like Wilt Chamberlain when they changed the widening of the lane. It's It's the same deal. He forced them to change the game. And other courses around the country had to do the same thing because of Eldridge Tiger
1: Woods. So how about this, Jim? Let's say he comes back. He's awful again. Yeah, he goes out and shoots a seventy-eight, seventy-five. Yeah, and, uh, misses. misses truck, the cut. a truck slammer, as they call it on the tour. <laughs> Packing up your car. Yeah, and out, though we know a Tiger didn't need the car. He no, gets, he doesn't. He get a helicopter and fly it out of there. But so that happens. Yeah. What would you rather see? Let's say over the next three years, that Tiger, or no Tiger.
3: I'd rather see no Tiger if that's I'm the, the same case. Way. Yeah.
1: I'd rather I'd it. rather
3: have the memory of how good he was mm-hmm. and his domination and how he changed the way that we look at golf, mm-hmm. where before it was, oh yeah, I'll watch a little of the Masters. Oh, that, okay, that's enough.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, when he showed up, must see TV. Absolutely, must see. And if he's in the hunt. I mean, people were locked in from the time coverage began until it ended, if he was in the hunt. And he gave you such spectacular shot-making. I mean, not only do we remember the pitch at Augusta, but there are so many other shots Mm -hmm. that he has made. The putt at the U.S. Open on one leg to force the tie, and then he wins in a playoff on one leg. Against Rocco Media. Yeah, against Rocco I mean, that just doesn't happen. Yeah. That's that's Hollywood scripting,
1: and we saw it live right in front of our eyes. We'll get into that later on. Brendan is going to join us here at about 2.40 this afternoon. We'll talk about that. Still Pat Hardy to come to kick off the 1 o'clock hour. Got some open phone line time for you now as well. You can join us here at 264-1700, taking a look forward at Iowa, Iowa State. little spring football talk coming up on the other side couple position groups i want to run by you jimmy b get your thoughts on that as well as we continue on here on a thursday jimmy b and tc live from the wolf construction roofing studios we're back in a moment
2: the big talker 1700 KBGG. We talk about your life and your money on the Dave Ramsey Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 1700 KBGG.
1: Trey in here, and I want to tell you about our great friends at Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. If you're looking for basketball, you're not going to find a better place in the metro than Draft House 50. Big screen TVs across the bar, sound on for the local games, and great brews to go along with it. Don't forget about the food. Classic bar food with an upscale style and a tap system like you've never seen before draft house 50 mill civic parkway in west des moines
0: just seemed like i just
3: couldn't lose weight my digestion was really messed up
0: hi i'm dennis black in dallas texas good nutrition is a major factor in good health but in this day and age it's hard to eat right that's why i created texas superfood texas superfood is made from 55 raw vine ripened fruits and vegetables in a capsule or a powder you can see them all at texassuperfood.com
2: to order go to texassuperfood.com or call us at 877-55-TEXAS that's 877-55-TEXAS this is charles osgood Five times more hires are made through Indeed.com than any other job site, according to independent research. Imagine a lottery that had five times more winners or a Sunday with five times more touchdowns. When you're hiring, it makes five times more sense to use Indeed. Right now, Indeed is giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job on the world's number one job site. Claim your $50 credit at Indeed.com credit. Terms,
0: conditions, and quality standards apply. Got a paint project you haven't started? Now's the time to begin. The Home Depot has Bare Premium Plus interior paint starting at just $23.97. It's a paint and primer in one, so you're not covering the same wall over and over. You paint it, then move on to the next one. We're pouring more into paint with unbeatable prices on Bare Premium Plus interior paint, now starting at just $23.97. The Home Depot, more saving, more doing. U.S. only, in store for details.
2: 1700 KBGG and Malone Motorsports have lined up a bass-kicking boat giveaway. Your chance to win a brand new 16-foot low 160 Fishing Machine Pro Series boat with a 60-horsepower Mercury Marine motor and a new trailer valued at $17,500. Hey, you can stop by Malone Motorsports in Monroe anytime to drop your name in the box or go online at 1700 KBGG.com. On April 29th, we'll be throwing a party to give the boat away with 1700
3: It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Jim Brenson, Trent Condon, it's
2: Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
3: All right, everybody. Welcome back in. We continue here today. Uh, coming up, the top of the hour. Pat Hardy will be our guest. Always fun when we get Pat Hardy on Uh He was over at Iowa yesterday. Uh, they started the spring workouts and then uh, opened up uh, the locker room to reporters. Could chat with players and some coaches. Position coaches. We'll get into all of that. Uh, With Pat at 225, Chris Dobertine. uh, Back to the final four. Uh, Chris, of course, is their hoops guru guy from SB Nation. You've heard him on the show several times. He's a lot of fun. And then 240 just added here because Trent's been working the phones, or at least his fingers as far as texting. Uh, Brendan Porath, SB Nation Golf. We'll get into uh, some Augusta talk, start to warm up. And you're right. I think the gloomy weather, not being out able to play, is just like I forgot all about it.
1: Have you swung the clubs at all?
3: I've gone to the driving range twice. That's it. Gotcha. That's the it. Driving range. That's it.
1: But I haven't been on the course. No. I did uh, notice when I was pulling in last night home. Yeah. Grass is green. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, so we're getting there. We're whoopty getting there. freaking do! Grass is green. <laughs> you, uh, do you know there's a couple of indoor simulators around town now? Yeah, there are. Our buddy Nick from the Draft House—he plays in a league up in Ankeny. Yeah, there's a new one over in Waukee. I'm going to
3: have to go over and check that out. I was
1: thinking that too. Yeah. Uh, if, if this maybe weather we'll hook up, we'll go. I don't want to go oh, with you. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, All I'm okay. with you enough.
3: Okay. Fair enough. Actually, I, need, I got
1: it. I don't need any more of that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll get into the golf a little bit more. So Tiger's got to make a decision, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, he's got, but but he has until Thursday when the tournament begins to notify yes. him if, if he's coming or not.
1: And that's a difference, and I was reading that earlier today. Uh, I was looking on Golf Channel, and they were talking about that, which you know, a lot of tournaments you do need to give them advance warning unless an injury crops up or something like that. The Masters is different. You know, if he, he can just show up Monday, Go out on the practice screen right. and, and say, Here I am. Yeah. Or he could show up Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my tea time? <laughs> what time do I got? You know, it it could be that. You know, last year, as he sat out all the way till what, December? It was a we didn't even hear anything from him until six days before the Masters. Now it sounds like he's certainly in better shape than he was at that time. So to expect to see something here this week. I think is a bit of a stretch. I would guess maybe the earliest we're gonna hear something mm-hmm. is maybe over the weekend, but very well could be. We don't even know until next week, that, the week of the Masters. That's, that's it. What's actually happening with Tiger? If Wicks?
3: he if he shows up to play a practice round.
1: Mm-hmm. Isn't that wild?
3: I, I mean it's when you think about it, it it's I mean it's intriguing. Mm-hmm. It really is. It keeps us on our toes. Is he or isn't he? And you know look I, I I get what his personal life was, and maybe still is. I don't care anymore. All I want to do is see what some conceive as the greatest golfer to ever play.
1: You want to see another? I, I
3: want to see I want to see him win, a, win, a, win another tournament. I really do.
1: You want to see the fist pump? You want to see I, the big I, smile? I you
3: want to see him interact with the crowd. His demeanor has changed the tremendously. Red, the red shirt Yep, yeah, yeah. Red shirt, black pants, black hat. Just bring it, son.
1: Just bring it. Well, wishing one hand crap in the other. Yeah, we'll I know. Fills up I know. Yeah, that's it. So uh mention with spring football going on, mm-hmm. a couple of position groups I wanted to get your thoughts on. We're going to talk Hawkeyes with Pat Hardy. Let's start there and then an Iowa State one for you. So, Iowa, offensive line looks good. Mm-hmm. Quarterback, we both feel it's Stanley is going to be the guy. It's a new starter, but he's going to be there. We've talked about wide receivers so much, but when you look at the Hawkeyes, defensive line, they got a ton of pieces. I, I was a bit surprised to see the news. You know, they're talking about tinkering with moving Matt Nelson inside, though he's out right now with an injury. Uh, Anthony Nelson, who had a nice season last year as a redshirt freshman, the kid from Waukee. Still, he's undersized. You just can't see him playing inside at this point in right. his career. But at the defensive back. So last year you have two starters that were starters a year ago, Brandon Snyder, who I thought really came on in that safety spot last year. He was a guy that always was looking for the big hit. And then at the other safety spot, it was a disappointment from not Miles Taylor. Mm-hmm. I mean, as many tackles as Snyder missed early on, seemed like the whole year he was struggling. He got hurt in the Michigan game. They had to go to Anthony Gare, and a kid that hadn't played until outside of special teams really at all until his fifth year came in and played really well those last three games. Right. So with Miles Taylor back, a, a guy that started playing as a sophomore, but now going in the back half of his career, you wonder... Do you think we're gonna see a lot of improvement out of that spot? Safety's always been a very important spot. Yes. Snyder, I think,'s made enough games where he feels good about it, mm-hmm. but is it Miles Taylor? Is it still his job to lose, or do you think one of the youngsters that are coming up right now have a real shot of taking that job at strong safety?
3: If you're if you're a position coach, you have to assess everybody. And your assessment will be The guy we have penciled in right now and the guy who has experience in that spot, is he better than somebody else who has less experience or, at least on the college level, no experience at all? Mm -hmm. My guess is that they would, knowing the conservative nature of Kirk Ferentz, my guess is that they would stay, at least for the time being, at the beginning of the season, with a guy that they they that they're familiar with, is the that inc- fair?
1: The incumbent, the incumbent has yes. a pretty leg up.
3: I would think so. You know, there's I always think so.
1: there's always a portion of the fan base that thinks that Kirk Ferentz plays favorites and that guys can't lose their job once you're the starter. No, that's not the it's, case. It's not the case. No. And you know, we heard this a couple of years ago with Bo Bauer. Remember yeah, that? yeah. Well, there wasn't anybody better. There wasn't anybody better. And even when guys struggle. Did he not pull the trigger fast enough on Ricky Stanzi against mm-hmm. Jay Christensen? Okay, I, I, you have that argument, certainly. But to think that it is tried and true for every time there's a position battle, you see a guy out there struggling, well, there's a reason that guy's out there. Yeah, They don't put him out there for good feelings. We've seen plenty of highly rated guys come in and not play. We've seen plenty of guys that came in with no accolades and get shots. It's, it has nothing to do with that. Kirk puts the guys that he believes puts them in the best position. But, you know, for Taylor, it was it was just so weird because he was known as a hard-hitting guy. Mm-hmm. He was taking some terrible angles. I mean, the the play, oh, what game was that? It was a road game, and he just took an absolutely awful route to a ball carrier, oh. let him go like 60 yards Yeah, against. continually. Those kind of things that left you scratching your head. Uh, once in the Penn State game, he had a real bad play in that one. You hope that it was something where, for Miles Taylor, it was almost like he was overthinking the position. Could be. And now with more experience, seeing what Anthony Gare was able to do after he got hurt and right. seeing, all right, now that you step away from the fray a little bit and get get a different kind of look and perspective of it, exactly what they're looking to do. I, I agree with you. I think that he is going to get all the shot in the world. Yes, and somebody's going to have to really come they'll, up. They'll have the to take it from there. Yes, yes, yes,
3: and and I think also Trent. Uh, they what? They have Wyoming first, correct? Yep. They open with Wyoming, and then uh, is the Iowa State game right after that? Correct. And then what's the third game? I've forgotten. North Texas. North Texas. Okay. If they were going to look then at another guy to give him a lot of playing time, my guess would be North Texas would be that game.
1: Sure. And and by that point, you're getting pretty deep in the season.
3: So So the guy that people talk about
1: is Imani Cooker. Yeah. Uh, Young guy that came in from Minneapolis. A lot of accolades. A lot of people like him. Right. A little more rangy. Doesn't have kind of that physicalness. That you see out of Miles. Miles Taylor looks like a linebacker. He looks like a short linebacker yeah. out there. And in fact, his younger brother, who's now on the team, is a linebacker. So that shows you kind of the physicality they always look to have. Everybody goes back to Bob Sanders. and well, <laughs> talk about a physical player. Well, yeah, that kind of epitomizes and, and look, and look at the NFL point. career yeah. that
3: Bob Sanders had. NFL too.
1: defensive Deep player of the, of the year. year. Yeah, yeah, that kind of guy. Dude was a star. If you're going to try to measure up your strong safety play to him going forward you're going to continually be disappointed. There's not going to be another Bob Sanders walking through that door. But I I still have belief that Taylor's going to be able to figure things out here. Uh, We'll see. Hooker's going to have to be really good, though, I think, to take that spot. Mm -hmm. And and then the other part of the defensive backfield, like I said, I really like Snyder, and then you get to the other corner spots. We saw both Ragumba and Jackson, both last year, both played in spots. I thought they were okay. I saw Ojemudia. I thought he was pretty good. So I'm not overly concerned back there. It's really that strong safety spot that you look at it and be concerned with. And then from the Iowa State perspective, after the news last week that we saw as a guy that they thought were they were going to have, they thought that uh, Rodgers was coming. Yes, they did. The big kid from USC, yeah. offensive alignment, probably going to be a center. Yep. That's not happening now. Offensive line play. It is so important. They improved a lot last year. They did, down the stretch, yes. Can it go from being adequate, though, to a strength? Because... In my mind, if we're talking about this team getting to six wins, it's not just that they're oh they're all right. No, they're not awful. They need to be a strength of this team. Do you think they can get to that point now? They in year
3: too? they took a big blow losing this guy. Yeah, that was that was a crushing blow because they had him penciled in right away mm-hmm. as a starter. Uh, didn't they get another kid that uh, is that transferred in as well? Yeah, the Michigan kid. The Michigan kid. Yep. So that's helpful. Um, I hope for Iowa State fans that that line can come together faster than it did last season because they just got pummeled mm-hmm. in in a lot of games early, and you saw it get better as it went on. But for Iowa State, and you and I have had this conversation, they got to be successful the first three games of the year. Mm-hmm. Got to win those three. Win those three. Now you got a chance to get to six. And you got to beat you and I. Yes, have to beat Iowa, and that and it's it's a Iowa State home game. And what's their th- uh, third game? They go to Akron. Akron, okay. And your road game at Akron, and and win it at, at the very least. You have to be two two and one. one at at the very least. Yes,
1: and I think they can get there. Yeah, I think they will get there at two and one.
3: Right. Then they would have a chance. Then they have a chance.
1: We'll come back here on the other side. Pat Hardy from allhawkeyes.com. He was in Iowa City yesterday talking to a couple of the coaches, Mm -hmm. some of the players as well. We'll get his thoughts on that and much more as we continue on here, live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. Jimmy B and TC.
2: Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to three, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from three to six on 1700.
4: Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores and no one can match our service after the sale we're on the corner of 70th and douglas in urbandale or we can be reached at 515-331-1577 we're jlm shooter supply see you soon.
0: Another money-saving secret from Arm & Hammer.
1: My name is
2: Malena. I'm from Los Angeles, California. I love Arm & Hammer Sensitive Skin Plus Scent laundry detergent. It cleans really well. It doesn't irritate my skin, and it smells wonderful.
1: Arm & Hammer Sensitive Skin Plus Scent has a skin-friendly scent people love,
2: so it's preferred two-to-one over the leading free and clear detergent, and it costs up to 30% less. We've been on a very tight budget lately, so it's a no-brainer. The clean you need at a fraction of the cost. It's Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot, where right
3: now, select John Deere mowers come with a free Home Depot gift card worth up to $350. From zero-turn models to the new Excel cutting decks, John Deere gives you a quality cut that won't cut into your downtime. And that free Home Depot gift card puts even more spring in your pocket.
2: Buy a John Deere, get a
0: There's nothing more important for your health and well-being than having a good sleep. The experts at Haverty's can help you find the perfect Scott Living mattress for everyone in your family.
1: Haverty's Furniture is partnered with Drew Scott and Jonathan Scott to offer Scott Living mattresses. Now $250 off through President's Day. Plus, when you visit a store, you can expect no pressure, just support from Haverty's sleep experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com to find a location near you.